Have you ever wondered why you're not better at your sport? Well, I'm going to be today talking about some of the different reasons why perhaps you're not as far along as you think you should be, how looking at your training time in a different way can make a big difference, and why talent probably isn't the issue. Welcome to the fifth episode of The Kathy Keats Show. So let's get going. Well, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Before I get started here, I want to let you know, make sure you tune in next week for a really special guest. I'm so excited to have on the show at the top of their game right now with lots of great dog training and competing advice. This week, we've got a great episode and I can't wait to get started. Uh, we're going to talk about a really interesting topic today. We're going to be talking about the role of talent in developing in a sport or an activity. And we're going to be talking about ways you can start to think about how to improve that really have nothing to do with talent. And one of the things people tend to think of is they tend to think of talent as their excuse why they're not better. They weren't talented enough. And they often will say to people, well, you're just naturally talented or they're just, you know, super talented at an activity. But I've now had multiple people who were outstanding at what they did tell me this same story. They've said to me, it drives me nuts when people say, well, you're just naturally talented because they don't see how hard I had to work to get where I am. And all of them said the same thing, which I thought was fascinating. They all said, I think what my talent was, was my passion for what I did. I just, once I picked up that instrument or picked up that hockey stick or picked up that whatever it was, I couldn't put it down. I was just fascinated with it. And it's very interesting. I think most people think that people have an aptitude. But what happens is when you're really interested in something, all of a sudden you grab onto it. And for the next 30 days, you just, I mean, you throw yourself into it. You just absolutely immerse yourself in it. And immersion has this effect of speeding you ahead because when you start at something, that's when you have the most to learn and you can make the most progress very quickly when you throw yourself into it. So then because you learn quickly, people start to say, wow, you're, look how much talent you have. Look how far you've come so fast. So it's important to understand that immersion is a strategy to move yourself forward very quickly and to get really good at something or to be perceived to have talent. Often it's this idea of that you moved ahead quickly, but in truth, moving ahead quickly, especially at the start, has a lot to do with spending the time at it, really immersing yourself in it, thinking about it and doing it. A student of mine recently said that she'd seen a quote where it said, if you're thinking about it, you're not doing it. And that is really true. Most of us have heard of the concept of 10,000 hours or 10 years to mastery. And one of the things you have to understand about that idea is to get in 10,000 hours in 10 years, that means you're spending 20 hours a week on that activity for 10 years. Most of us, we get frustrated going to class twice a week and wondering why we're not better. So that's only two hours a week. 
Now, I often get the question, well, what if I'm thinking about it or what if I'm researching it? Certainly, being a student of the game matters. Because when you're this, a student of the game, what ends up happening is because you're processing it in your mind, it's a form of visualization. So you're thinking about circumstances, you're thinking about how you would react to those circumstances, and all those things help you improve. It helps you pick out important stimuli faster in the environment. So that helps your reaction time. So your reaction time is faster. You have an understanding. So when something's explained to you, you've got a better grasp of kind of the general structure so you can take on concepts more quickly. So certainly spending time studying does help, but you probably wouldn't want someone who's only read all the books and watched all the YouTube videos to be the one doing the brain surgery. There's this element of sport specific practice. Now cross training can make a big deal. So for example, my career, I started out in basketball. So then when I moved to dog agility, I had to learn the dog training part of it. And I still had to learn the handling part of it, but the handling part of it came to me easy or easier because I already had a background in athletics. So the footwork wasn't a problem for me. The movement wasn't a problem for me. I already had done many of the basic movements within my basketball career. So I appeared to be talented, but really I was just able to leapfrog a little bit because of previous skills I'd already developed. So I had to learn the dog training part. But what people have to understand is you have to spend time in sport specific activity. If I had just played basketball and never practiced dog agility, I wouldn't have suddenly become good at dog agility without spending sport specific time. I remember being at a big sheepdog event years ago called the bluegrass. And it's one of the major events in North America. And I was talking to a fellow who was um, at the, before the trial, they put out the sheep and they work the sheep a bit. So it's not like the sheep have never seen a dog in their lifetime. And I ended up chatting with him and he said, I'm really pleased with this dog. I only have 14 hours on him or 14 and a half hours on him. And I thought, you have what? Because <laughs> most of us, I mean, it takes, you know, months to train a sheep dog. And I realized that what he was talking about was sport specific time on sheep. Often we go to class and we think, well, I've been an hour at class. I'm doing two hours of class a week. You know, I should be better than I am or three hours of class a week. But how much, how many actual minutes, which is what this guy was referring to on his youngster, are you actively engaging in performing and improving skills during that class. If it's a class of 10 people, well, in a 60 minute class, that's six minutes. And when you're in that six minutes of performance, are you just trying to run a course or are you doing something that is referred to as dedicated practice where you're focusing on one tiny piece of the puzzle to improve? Or are you just generally trying to get through a course or sort of generally trying to do front crosses or rear crosses or blind crosses or whoop-de-doo crosses, whatever you're doing? 
Or are you specifically working a piece of that puzzle? So are you doing it with the dog involved at the same time? Well, that's not really improving dedicated practice. Dedicated practice would be that you're working on your footwork without the dog. So that in basketball, that was something we had to do ad nauseum, was we had to do footwork drills that were very specific to the moves that we would be making, but sometimes we had to do them without a basketball. So we were really dialing down to the tiny little pieces. So if you're only spending, say, six minutes in a one-hour class actually working on obstacles, the feedback you're getting might not be that specific about what to improve, and you're not working on a very specific piece of a skill, you're going to be a long way before you get to 10,000 hours. So one of the important things to understand is that time on equipment or working sheep or swimming or drawing or writing all matters. So I love writing and uh, you know, I've got this idea in my head that sometime I'd like to write fiction. So, you know, I've studied the books and I've done the courses, but when I really look at the number, if I'm honest, and I really look at the number of words I've written, like words on the page, I've not been overly prolific. So I haven't been practicing the skill of writing. I've been learning all the theory and doing all the stuff, but I haven't really improved on the skill. And the same thing applies to me. Um, I play a number of musical instruments, but none of them particularly well, except after a few glasses of wine, I think I sound fantastic, but <laughs> that's besides the point. But I am... Um, when I'm practicing, I'm doing it more as a relaxing thing. So I do practice, but it's more I just want to play because it's sort of some relaxation time for me, some renewal time. And I haven't really done the dedicated practice, the boring drill kind of stuff that really makes you better. I have done it in sport, but I haven't done it in music. And then, you know, I would go around thinking, gee, I wonder why I'm not a better musician. And if I'm really honest with myself, it's because mm, that's not really why I'm doing it. I'm not doing it to reach a goal. I'm doing it for renewal or for relaxation. So I haven't put the same kind of focused, dedicated practice into the skills. So for yourself, I want you to think about that. Most of the people I know who are really, really good may or may not have talent, but I know they've put in a ton of hours. So for example, using fiddle again as my example, I was going to, uh, I had my fiddle lesson at whatever time the other day, nine in the morning. And my fiddle teacher had already been playing for two hours that day. <laughs> and I was thinking, wow, like, I guess that's why they're at the top. Um, so that's what I want you to think about is, are you really spending the sport specific time on the activity, focusing on some tiny piece of that puzzle. And I saw another great quote recently, and it was from, I think it was from James Clear, but don't quote me on that. And what he said, and I won't get this quote exactly right, but it was something to the effect of when you're planning your goals, dream big, but when you're planning your like training sessions, plan really small. And the point is for that is we often try and rush the training and do bigger jumps than we should because we're trying to get to that goal faster, that big goal. But the quickest way to that big goal is to take tiny, tiny steps and do each little step well 
and then another little step well and another little step well because a lot of people think foundation are the building blocks well no foundation is still a big piece what builds excellence are the tiny slices of those foundation pieces so for example in sheepdogging uh, a good lie down and you know good balance are important but there's so many pieces to those two things those might be fundamental pieces but there's tiny slices of those pieces same thing in dog agility you know the dog being able to commit to an obstacle is a foundational piece but there's many tiny slices of that piece that are important that you take care of each of those pieces so this week what you can do is I want you to actually track how much time you spend in sport specific activities, working on a skill. And at the end of the week, see how many minutes you've spent on it. Because you'll find getting to 14 and a half hours takes a lot longer than you might think if you're only doing it a few times a week. So don't get frustrated if you're not going as fast as you want, unless you're really spending the time at it. If you are honestly putting in the time and not getting the results, then you need to look at the things that you're focusing on and the way you're approaching your training. All right. Hopefully this was a helpful podcast for you. Stay tuned for next week because I've got a very exciting guest coming on and I can't wait for that. Somebody at the very top of their game giving some very sage advice. All right. Don't forget also, go to kathykeats.com backslash support the show. And uh, you can join my free podcast community there, as well as if you support the podcast financially, you also get uh, the ability to get into a secret part of my community for additional stuff. All right. Thanks very much. And I will see you soon. I'm going to be the best version of me. Float like a butterfly.